a reminder to move in if you can. Make more room for others if it's possible. If you have empty seats, move in, move down. That's helpful. Thank you so much. Okay, we'll get started. I'd like to welcome everyone to our Thursday Mindful Awareness Meditation. I am Diana Winston. I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at MARC, the Mindful Awareness Research... <laughs> Let's try that again. Mindful Awareness Research Center at uh, in the Medical School at UCLA, located down the street. Happy to be here. We've been doing this now for a very long time, something like six years. Can't believe it. And I realize I've been 10 years at UCLA. It'll be 10 years, actually, in, this, in August. So um, we come to practice mindfulness. And mindfulness, as we know, is about paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. So that's the basic definition that I say each week to remind us that mindfulness is about paying attention to this present moment with these qualities of curiosity, openness, and a sense of an openness to things as they are, really, as opposed to how we want them to be or how they could be, or wishing that they were different, which we do quite a bit. I wanted to talk about the concept of self-compassion. I'll be teaching a day on this, and I want to give you a little taste of what we'll be doing there. And that's coming up this weekend on Saturday. And um, so self-compassion is a concept that was developed by two people, Kristen Neff and Chris Germer. And they're both psychologists, and one's a research, both researchers. And it was self-compassion is different than self-esteem. So it's really about people are looking at the way there seems to be this kind of epidemic of self-judgment out in the world, that people often are self-critical, have a lot of self-hating voices in their heads, and everybody struggles with it. It doesn't matter what background you're from. Oh, I wouldn't say, well, let's just say, I wouldn't say every single person struggles from it. There are a lucky few who escape it. But most of us tend to judge ourselves quite harshly and very critical, very judgmental, self-hating, self-blaming. And so this concept of self, so, so self-esteem was a movement that people tried to do for a long time to improve that, that this issue, in, especially in kids. And it ended up really not working so well. So, you know, you have that whole thing, good job, good job. Oh, you walked, good job. You breathed, good job. You know, with kids, now you're not supposed to do that. You know that for those of your parents, you're not supposed to say good job, they tell you. You have to describe what you're seeing, ask them how they're feeling, uh, talk about the effort they made. Don't worry, in another 10 or 20 years, we'll find out that that was wrong. So, 
Um, anyway, good self-compassion is not so the buildup of self-esteem because the buildup of self-esteem tends to lead to people needing a lot of external validation to feel okay. Self-compassion instead is the idea that even with all our flaws, we can still care about ourselves, that we can make mistakes, that we can you know, screw up, that we can have problems, but we're still basically fundamentally good human being and that we can connect with that understanding and have compassion for, our, for ourselves even with the flaws that we have. So, um, so this idea of self-compassion is interesting because it combines many of the things we do and hear each week. And the main things it combines are, self, are, are mindfulness practices, cultivation of loving kindness and other practices directed towards ourselves that cultivate more kindness, and the recognition of our shared humanity. That's their concept of it. And what I do, what I add to it, is also the idea of just a, an affirmation of our own inner goodness, our own inherent worthiness is a piece of the puzzle of having more self-compassion. So when we do this day on uh, Saturday, we'll be exploring lots of, um, you know, lots of approaches to that. But today I wanted to just do a little bit of the mindfulness practice with an awareness of the judgments that arise. What's so amazing about mindfulness practice is we can use the mindfulness to be aware when we have those self-critical voices. We can actually label that voice and say judging. We can even count it judging one judging 20, <laughs> judging 53, it's only 10 in the morning. But um, we can notice when, our, when we have those judging voices. And because we have a m mindfulness practice that allows us to have um, quite a bit of, uh, you know, we have more self-awareness, more ability to regulate emotions and all of the positive things that come with the mindfulness practice, then when these thoughts come, we can be on top of it. Oh, there's judging and not get so caught, not, as I sometimes talk about, get on the train. You know, we have a thought and it's a really powerful thought and we just start thinking it and thinking it and 20 minutes later, it's like we've been on this train and we're not in the present moment at all. In that moment, when you recognize it, you can get off the train. You can say, oh, I'm on the train, get off of it, and not go down that route. Or you can not get on the train in the first place. You can stay at the platform and just let the thoughts go, let the thoughts go. So this is what we'll be, ex we'll be practicing today, a mindfulness, basic mindfulness practice, especially if you're new, um, just the general way I guide people, but with an emphasis on working with the thoughts, and then maybe we'll do a little kindness at the end to um, bring in that other element of self-compassion, okay? So let's begin by settling back into our comfortable posture, body upright, but not too rigid or tight. Feet on the floor. Unless you're maybe doing this at home and your legs are crossed on the chair, that's fine, or you're sitting on the floor. As long as we're in a posture that's supportive, that's the most important thing. Hands resting on your lap. Eyes can be closed. Most of us do this practice with our eyes closed, but you don't have to. 
You can keep them open, but not looking all around, just looking downward. Can begin with a few deep breaths. Letting us relax a little bit more, just inviting in the possibility of relaxation with each deep breath. For this next period of time, you don't have all of the worries and concerns. You've left them at the door, I hope. They may pop up into your mind, but you can remind yourself you don't have to get on that train and just come into the present moment, feeling our breath, being present. And we can notice our feet on the floor, the hardness and pressure and touch connection. And the sensations of our legs and our back against the chair. Just noticing how you experience that in the present moment. Hardness, warmth, softness, pressure, touch. And bring your attention to your stomach and notice if it's tight or contracted. Take a deep breath if it is. Just let it go. Yeah. Noticing your hands, softening and relaxing your hands. Noticing your shoulders and jaw, throat. Just moving up into your face. And just sensing everything that's obvious to you, maybe on the surface of the skin, maybe more internal. And doing this with curiosity, with an eye out to relaxing a bit. And just letting yourself be here right now in this moment. And see if you can bring your attention to your breathing, to your breath in your body. Wherever you feel your breath the clearest in your body. So the people who have been doing this for a while generally have a spot they pay attention to. For the new people, you might notice your abdomen rising and falling, or your chest rising and falling, expanding and contracting with the breath. Or we might notice the tingling at our nostrils as the air enters and exits. Some people notice the whole torso breathing, just moving the air moving through their body. That's fine too. And now turn our attention to the sounds around us, just listening to sounds one after the next.
the sound of silence, the sounds that come and go. Not lost in a story about the sounds, but just listening to them. So finding a focus for your meditation today could be your breath in your abdomen or chest or nose or the full body breathing. Or it could be listening to the sounds. Any of those things work fine. Just go to whatever one seemed the most interesting to you. There's no right way to do it. Just find what's going to work for you. If you can't decide, pick one. Doesn't matter so much. Abdomen moving up and down, chest expanding and contracting, air moving through our nose with each breath, full body breathing, or the sounds. And so we begin the practice that we do with mindfulness of attending to breath after breath or sound after sound. Staying with it to the best of our abilities, feeling, feeling the breath. And then at a certain point, our attention will wander, thoughts will come into our consciousness. When you notice you're lost in a thought, you can say a soft word like thinking or wandering, and then come back to your main focus. And then just keep doing that again and again. Now I want to emphasize for today, because we're talking about how mindfulness can help us with self-judgment, that you can actually notice the type of thought and give it a label. So you can mainly keep an eye out for judging thoughts, and every time you judge, you can say in your mind a very soft word like judging, or self-judgment, or criticism, or you can find the word that makes sense to you, or you can just say thinking. But it'll help you to see the way in which the judgments arise. It's not personal, by the way. You didn't set out to make yourself feel bad. It just happens. Oh, that person's a better meditator than I am. Or, I'll never get this right. Or, why did I do that thing yesterday? It was so stupid. I mean, these are the kind of voices that come in our mind. For some of us, frequently. For others, it's rare. So just as a mindfulness practice, not to judge yourself, not to judge yourself for being judgmental, just to notice judging. If you want to count them, you can. Judging one, judging two, judging 20. 
And while you're noticing the thoughts, you might get drawn to other types of thoughts. And then you can use other labels, planning, remembering, imagining, and so forth. But don't get too worried about the labels. So if you start to get too caught up in it, just keep it simple. Go back to thinking. As you do this practice, please keep a quality of kindness towards yourself. Just, oh, be curious. Wow, isn't that interesting what my mind does? Not judging yourself or judging, as I said, but just the spirit of kindness and investigation. So we'll go into silence and do this practice.
for the last few minutes of the meditation. We can just notice how we're doing, having and the awareness practice, the mindfulness of breath, and also mindfulness of the way thoughts operate. You can ask yourself, did I get on the train? Did I get off the train? Did I stay at the platform? Maybe once or twice. And did you notice many judging thoughts arising? There may or may not have been. And I'm hoping you brought a kind attitude to yourself for the judging thoughts, if they were present. So we'll just do a little bit of kindness to conclude the meditation. Noticing how you're feeling. See if you can also bring to mind someone you love. Someone that when you think of them, you get happy. could be a dear friend or a child or a pet, cat, dog. If you can't think of anyone, someone you've read about whom you admire. And you can say these phrases. You can repeat them after me in your mind. Or you can come up with your own. You can just say, may you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. So sending these words and the heartfelt feeling out to this loved one. Noticing how it feels inside to make those wishes for them. And now imagining that they send it back to you. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you accept yourself just as you are. See if you can take in the kindness. And just imagine the kindness moving through your body. Wherever you are, judgmental, not judgmental, really caught in it, having some freedom from it. Can you bring compassion to yourself exactly where you are? For whatever is happening right now, may I hold this with kindness. May I hold myself with compassion. And take a breath. And notice if this is possible to bring kindness to the best of your abilities, wherever you are, however it makes sense to you. May I be with myself exactly as I am. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. But take a little time if you need it.
Okay, so I just want to thank you for your practice today, and we'll be um, <coughs> continuing every week. If you're interested in learning more about self-compassion, this Saturday from 10 to 4 on the UCLA campus, I'm doing a day devoted to cultivating these practices and working with being less self-critical and self-judgmental. So if you're interested in that, and there's still spots available, if you're interested in that or anything else that we're doing at our center, when you exit on the right, we have a flyer with all the information about upcoming classes and events. And I'll be in the hall if you have any questions. Thanks so much.